Hi, welcome back to the Good Bloke Method podcast, episode number seven. I am your co-host, Mr. Samuel Newton, and next to me we have... Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Mel O'Neill King. Um, Today we're going to talk to you um, about the fast. Mel and I underwent, if you like, a um, seven-day fast. Um, Came out of it, came out the other end of it on Sunday, Sunday evening, Mother's Day. Um, lots of positives to take away from it, lots of interesting points, lots of negatives to take away from it. We're going to give you guys a bit of an update as to how it went, because I know we've been receiving a fair few questions from, from a lot of people asking how it was, and yeah, um, we'll just go into how we felt. Um, do you want to lead? Want to go for it? Yeah, I'll just say if you yeah. guys uh, want to know how we went about it in mm-hmm. regards to what we're having, listen to the podcast before this one. Yeah, yeah. Where we outline what liquids we were having. Yeah. Um, I suppose, yeah, let's start with um, physically. Physically. Start with the physical. Um, So body-wise, yeah, I mean, I had done a couple of fasts before and like props to you, not done one and straight into seven days. Yeah. Um, A bit stupid, really. And to to outline, people ask why we did it. To be honest, why I did it is you asked me. And I said, yes, Yeah, that's why. Mm. There's not really much more than that. Um, you asked, I said, yes, we started on Sunday and yeah, we finished on Sunday. So yeah, physically. Um, did a body scan. First. Did a body scan. Yeah. Um, and I was, uh, I can't remember the exact figures. Yeah. Uh, 93, pretty much 93 kilos. Yeah. And I was like 19% body fat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was, Is that, what started? that was where I started. Yeah. And I finished at just over 88 uh, kilos and I'd lost 2% body fat. Yeah. So, and I would have lost a bit more because we scanned on the Saturday morning. So I still had 30 hours to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we couldn't get it on the Sunday. We did it on Saturday morning. So we still had a bit to go. So I probably would have lost a little bit more weight. And on the Sunday, to be honest... The only thing I had was water because I was out of bone broth and stuff. Yeah. Um, physically, I was pretty good up until the last day. Um, I was struggling with like dizziness. Like I would get up from being seated and get dizzy like every time. Like it was no question of how fast I got up. If yeah. I stood up out from sitting, I would be dizzy. Walking was fine. Like I was going, once I was up and moving, it was all good. Um, but I was getting dizzy. Um, I think that so for me had something to do with the fact I could see the finish line. Mm. Like it was like close to eating, yeah. and I was getting like excited about having dinner. Um, the other one, physically. Like my like I spoke about before, like my training was pretty toned down. Like all yeah. I was doing was about an hour, hour and a half of um, body weight only, um, handstands and mobility. So it was not intense in a, in a sense comparatively to previous training. Yeah, I'd toned that down, and as such, I lost a little bit of muscle mass um, mm. from the scan, which the scan did tell me. Um, but I think if you were out there trying to not lose muscle mass, you wouldn't have to do a drastically large amount of volume you would just need to do some strength work yeah and depending on your previous training history that would change for each person um 
I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but I got one a little bit more to talk about for the physical stuff, but I'll let you go mm. and talk about how your body went or felt physically. Yeah. Um, so we had the body scan and I came in um, at 94.6 kilos um, and just over 10% body fat. Um, at the end of the fast, I dropped down to like 90 kilos um, and then I was hovering in around like 8% body fat. So I'd lost like just over four kilos. Yeah. And yeah, like nearly 3% in body fat, yeah. um, which was a fa- fair drop. Um, my muscle mass didn't really change too much. I was sort of ho- holding like 50, just yeah, 50 kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped down to like 40, 48.8. So I kind of retained a fair bit of muscle mass. Um, so that was, that was pretty good in terms of like physical changes um in terms of like how i felt um rather than just like you know the the physiological changes i think like i was good up until like thursday where i sort of had enough of consuming bone broth um and just sort of trying to survive on tea coffee and water and stuff um and obviously the adrenal switch stuff that we had and the keto switch yeah um, I felt like that really helped me, but um, started to feel like lack of energy. Um, started to feel a little bit dizzy, particularly when I was like sat down and then come back, you know, to a standing position. Changing levels, um, changing Saturday. levels, yeah, for sure. Um, went out for a walk with Bex and Vera, and it was a longer, longer walk. And then towards the end, I was like a, a bit of a zombie. Yeah, like just had no energy, and like my legs weren't like jelly and stuff, but. Um, that was the point where I was like, I was starting to consider stopping and being like, right, okay, cool. I can't keep doing this, but I managed to like smash the bone broth a little bit longer and get that into me and sort of get some energy back in and sort of brought me back to life. It is Um, sort of the, it was our main source of energy, I guess, right? Yeah. Supported by bone broth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it has all sorts of different health benefits yeah. um, and different nutrients in the broth too. So that was the reason why we did it. Um, physically as well, I'm trying to think like maybe like clarity of thought. Like I feel a little bit clearer. Mm. Um, it's not as foggy. Mm. Um, coming out of it now, I suppose, but yeah. during it, like it was quite the opposite. Yeah. Like it was more, I was more focused on like the fast itself. That's all I was thinking yeah. about. Right? All I was thinking about was like, when am I going to eat yeah. and how long have I got? Almost like survival mode. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the end. Yeah. It was like Thursday afternoon and it just kicked, this really kicked in big time, which I guess is a good segue to like the mental side of it, unless you want to yeah. talk about more physical stuff. I mean, there's one more like yeah. uh, little thing I should... um a few people asked me about it and yeah. like don't know like, I answered them it's easier yeah. to answer in a one-on-one or group small group context but I'm going to do yeah. it in the podcast as well because I think yeah. people will get a lot from it so I'm going to talk to you about your stool mm. oh yeah so yeah. like going to the toilet right and I had a few questions on what is it like right um without going graphic like you don't go to the toilet much because you're not really like putting anything in your system right you're not digesting anything no. no so like yeah early first day first second day maybe you might be sort of what we'd call like regular whatever that is for you um but from then forward you i've found with all of my extended fast like 
I don't need to go to the toilet. I, I just didn't go. Um, tummy grumbles a little here and there because mm. it's what's going on. Not used yeah. to it, right? But yeah, didn't go to the toilet. Um, sometimes in the past, I've required the help of whether that be like a, a pill or something like that to help with uh, getting the things moving, we'll say. I think the word suppository, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so like that is that is the <laughs> yeah. other form. So yeah. you can take like medication that obviously you take through the mouth and it takes up to sort of half a day to kick in or a few hours like and laxative. that's laxative and yeah. it starts to get things moving. Um, or if you get to an extreme point where you really need to go to the toilet but it's not working, you use what's called a suppository. Mm. Um, I'll let you guys do some study into what that is, but uh, if you know what it is and you've experienced it, well, unfortunately, unfortunate for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it may or may not happen that you need either or, or both of those things. Mm. Um, in my experience with the fast I've done, it's like you're probably going to, because like your body's going, what the hell is happening? You're not yeah. eating. Yeah. You're drinking a lot of fluids. There's probably some stuff in your guts that shouldn't be there from residual stuff that you've eaten, whether it be whatever. Um, so just forewarned, I know some people are, have been asking me some really good questions. And that's going to be like a massive thing. Tip as well is like when and if that does happen, don't panic. Mm. Um, but be prepared, basically. Be prepared to do some. Be prepared like to that, take yeah. some, um, like some, some medication to help you flush things through. <laughs> Um, and get things going again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm happy to say I'm back to normal, like in regards to stool. And I think yeah. the little nod that you just gave would no. suggest that you're not well, like not quite there yet. Yeah. My my experience of it was like you know on the on the Monday I'd, I went as normal, yeah. and then I I didn't go again till the Wednesday. Yeah. And when I say when I did go again on the Wednesday, it wasn't really going. It was just like an attempt yeah and anyway and then then that's when i text you and i was like mate i'm I don't, i'm struggling here like yeah. what's going on i was like i need what am i gonna do yeah so i did the thing yeah um the things the the assistance if you like yeah and yeah like kind of help move things a little bit but nothing nothing drastic well, there's nothing to do right there's no, no it's there's just no like, nothing water, to get rid of yeah broth and other stuff yeah, yeah. anyway um don't want to go too graphic about it uh, <laughs> even though we are grinning um but yeah it's just be like if you are you're thinking about attempting to do a fast like that just be prepared that you know yeah, you might get tip would be to have it in the house yeah, yeah to have it just get it in the house and mm. have it if you need it um don't panic mm. like things go back to normal i can't um, say sorry i can't yeah, say yeah. that i'm normal back to normal yet We've eaten, what, a day of food? Yeah. So we'll see how we go. Yeah. Stay tuned. Have uh, you gone back to normal eating? Uh, no, I've not gone back to completely normal eating. Mm. I, like, today I've only had four eggs. Yeah. So, and that was at 10 or 10.30. But mind you, that's actually pretty normal for me to yeah. not have breakfast. So, yeah, I'm just making a conscious effort to not eat as much food. Yeah. So I've had the four eggs with some homemade uh, chimichurri, like yeah. little like herb sauce thing, and I've got some roast pumpkin and slow cooked meat that I'll have later. Yeah. But that's yeah, that's probably actually is pretty normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
for me. Oh, and Caitlin made homemade cookies, so I fucking smashed probably three of those. Yeah. Thanks to Caitlin. Thanks for making some cookies too. Yeah. Smash those. What about you? Food's gone back to normal? Um, I've gone back to eating pretty much normal. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, just had some like scrambled eggs in the morning with some vegetables and whatnot. (coughs) And yeah, just gone back to like normal-ish eating. Yeah. Um, But it's it's only been early days, I suppose. Yeah. It's Tuesday morning, but we'll see how it goes. Um, So So like going back to the fast and like during it, like, you know, there's lots of physical stuff going on. Yeah. You know, like changes in our physical appearance, um, you know, our, our digestive system and the rest of it, like, um, you know, our changes there, um, energy output and that type of thing, like, yeah. you know, transferring that into like, you know, your like mental and emotional state. Like, how do you think that that maybe affected you? And yeah, like, yeah, just divulge on that a little bit. Yeah, my mental state, I suppose, for last week, I was, I felt very determined because, like, yourself, like, we set out to do it for seven days and there was fucking no chance I wasn't doing it for seven days. Yeah. Like, I was going to go for seven days no matter what. 68 hours. Probably, if there was a good call or a bad call, it didn't really matter. But anyway, um, so I was very determined. With the sleep i suppose i slept really well the first few days and then i was finding myself not needing as much sleep because it felt like i was Mm. in that survival mode yeah so when i did wake up i was like well and truly awake like super alert super purposeful so like the alarm might have been on for 5 30 typically yeah i get up between five and six and Often I would be waking up at 5 or 4.30, but not like half asleep wondering what the time was, feeling like I was on a mission or like I likened it to when you're going on a holiday mm. and you wake up before your alarm because you're excited. Yeah, yeah. So very purposeful with my energy and my thoughts. Um, I was trying to be super productive. Um, so I was drinking a lot of fluids, obviously. Um juggling a lot handstanding a lot and reading a lot and that was kind of my mental plan for the week i didn't uh, at no point did i really feel like i wanted to eat except on the last day um i was getting ready because i could see the finish line Mm. and to be honest i cooked a homemade surf and turf that would normally take 40 minutes and i managed to drag that out for two hours because i was just enjoying like preparing the meal yeah but i think mentally yeah, I don't know if I felt I don't was it wasn't a negative experience for me or it was I wouldn't call it a positive. I'm glad I've achieved the task of not yeah. eating for 7 days. Yeah. Um but yeah, mentally for me I'm not sure if it was positive negative or I'm just indifferent to it. I'm yeah, proud yeah. of myself for doing yeah. it. I think that's the resounding thing is like I'm proud that you stuck to it and we mm. stuck to what we said we were going to do. Um for the achievement of it physically i'm not sure i yeah would do it again no what about no. yourself mentally i think like it's very similar to you like wake up in the morning and be like full of adrenaline if you like yeah. and quite energetic i suppose first thing in the morning um i think that's you can think about it like that's more maybe like a, a primal like historic approach to it if you like it's in our dna i suppose like you know if you you know in the mornings you know our tribe would wake up if you like and 
you know the first thing to do is to try and like get food on the table and yeah go out and hunt and gather and you'd be in that state of like right fight or flight yeah you know what i mean like let's let's get after it maybe you tapped into some of that trying um, to serve primalistic. i suppose your basic human needs yeah need serving first yeah which typically if you're listening to this podcast Maybe. i can almost promise you your basic human needs will be met yeah but like not yeah. eating for a half a week or a week mm-hmm. tends to make you feel like they're not being met in yeah. one area um and that's what it felt like like i was like ready to go and do stuff yeah but mate like with the coronavirus thing like we're not super super busy at the moment because we've got less classes to coach and all that sort of stuff i mean i don't have a newborn at home Mm. different for you but Mm. i still had things to do people to coach online and things but i was like awake as if i had a full day 10 hours booked yeah yeah um but yeah i think like with, with me i'm quite quite stubborn if i commit my mind to something and a challenge like i'll try and see if i can see it all the way through the end and yep. extremely proud of both of us that we got through through it um from a mental perspective like there was no doubt that i was going to try i was going to get through it like mm-hmm. but i think for me more than anything else like it was i guess one of the negatives that came out of it was the fact that towards the end of the fast it was probably the only thing i was really thinking of was the fact that i'm freaking hungry i'm hungry or yeah just not even hungry just like when do i eat? just ready to yeah i suppose yeah yeah but my, my stomach wasn't growling or anything i didn't have the typical symptoms of yeah i suppose hungry. it was like non-physical it's, yeah non yeah it was more like having a newborn it was pretty challenging like you know i'm being a newborn father if you like um you know my duties in in helping out raise vera um were a lot more sort of not compromised but kind of I didn't feel as present I didn't feel as like the duties that I'd had to do were as accurate because I was just constantly thinking about like the fast I was checking my phone going freaking I've got two three hours to go until my next checkpoint or whatever and like Bex noticed it my wife Bex noticed it more than anything she was like you're here you're doing the job and stuff but you can tell that like you're thinking about almost you know, distracted food, yeah distracted that's the word and like it's that to me kind of hurt me a little bit i was like i'm never doing this again purely off the fact that it disconnected me from my family yeah you know and i don't don't want that to happen again yeah. you know so um the physical side of it great like you know you know i did it we got through it um but feeling like you know i wasn't present in my own household and fulfilling my duties and um just being a dad and being a husband and trying my best that way was hard like, yeah you know there was one point where we'd like run out of food in the house like in the in the fridge and i had to like because i'd have pre-prepped all the, the meals for bex like the week before that so she had some food to eat and stuff like mm-hmm. that and that went really well till like thursday friday we started running out so i had to like cook another meal mm. and i was like okay this is where i'm in a real dark place here with <laughs> trying to handle the the fast and then right okay i've got to cook a meal mm. so yeah I, did, I went and did it and <clears throat> yeah thank god i did because that was still me providing and whatnot yeah. but like yeah that was the hardest thing for me I was, there was there's a fair few tears it's let's just say that it's good yeah. though like yeah. um 
because I did the same thing. I like um, not with the baby and stuff, mm. but like tried to get meals sort of for Caitlin so that she could eat and she had some stuff ready to go. But like on the Mother's Day for Mother's Day was Sunday and my dad flew out on Sunday. So we had a Mother's Day lunch yeah. at her house and I said to everyone, I'll like come over and I'll cook for you. Um, I know you like cooking and I like cooking as well, mm-hmm. right? But funny how different the same experience like we're yeah. doing the same thing I, yeah. I don't have a newborn and she's not my wife yet yeah. but like I did the same thing yeah. and I was like I was that was I was looking forward to it like yeah. I was looking forward to cooking like mm. because I was like almost as a even bigger challenge I was like yeah it's going to be an unbelievable task here if I can cook for six people and not have any of it yeah so I slow cooked beef cheeks for two days. Yeah. Um, roast broccolini and roast pumpkin, and sat on the dining table with my mum, dad, sister, her husband, and Caitlin. They all ate a full plate of food, and I was sat there with a cup of bone broth. Yeah. <laughs> like it was looking in a few years, I'll look back and go, "That's fucking stupid." Like, yeah. What? But it is what it is, and I suppose. Mm. Um, it proved to me that I was in control. Yeah. Which was, it is important to be in control of your decisions, right? Yeah. Like, we decided to do this. We decided to do a seven-day fast. Yeah. You decided to do one with a five-week-old baby. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Well, like, the, the time to do a fast was pretty, yeah, if you think about it, like, why initially, like, a newborn, AX closing, COVID, yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. Like, and then, okay, cool, let's put a fast on top of it. Yeah. And I just committed it to it with all the other external factors it probably made it even more than yeah. just a fast was it right yeah to do it then is, who knows who knows is there ever a right time to, to do anything to start to st- yeah. the answer to that is no yeah like, exactly there's never yeah. a perfect time to do a fast there's never a perfect time to do so, anything start yeah. anything that's scary because it's scary not to eat for a week Your dreams. never done it before yeah. you know signing up for joining me as a business partner was that the right time for you and Bex I just did it exactly right it felt right and I think yeah. that's the thing is like we didn't have the best plan now we're the kind of guys that probably mm. are happy to do that yeah. as in start things without the most laid out plan and yeah. we'll know we'll kind of fumble our way through it and yeah things often turn out for the best other people aren't like that mm. but I think it's about de- making decisions and like deciding when and when to do things for us we were like let's do it now no it's not the best time but we're committed to doing it anyway and we'll find out along the way absolutely where we have to like even if it was the perfect time, you know, let's say Vera's two years old and yeah, yeah. we don't have to work that much because we're not coaching heaps or whatever yeah. it was, would it be the same experience? Probably not. Probably not. No. Right? Does it actually matter in the long run of Vera's next 20 years of life? Mm. No. no. It's one week. Did it. it doesn't matter. You know, the fact that it was a... a an eventful experience for you and Bex, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Some tears, some hard words, some, yeah. some and the rest intrinsic conversations, right? But it doesn't actually matter because at the end of the day, I know you love her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she loves you. And 
in a year, it'll be like that dumb thing you did. Yeah, remember that time you did the thing in the middle of COVID and like, you know, like, yeah, the fast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think um, if any anybody's thinking about going into a seven day fast, I would seriously like, you know, think about what it looks like for you, what mm-hmm. your environment's like, get yourself organized a little bit mm-hmm. as well. And just be prepared to do some things that you've never done before, mm-hmm. like some digestive assistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, make sure you got the support that you need, like around you. Absolutely. Um, and and, don't, dis- and, and yeah, why are you doing it? And why are you doing it? Yeah. That's a great, like, because you came up with it. Let's, yeah. Do you know why you asked to do it? I've just been like, I've just been reading about fasts and like, you know, I'd, I'd seen a lot of stuff about the benefits of fasting and... I kind of, you know, from like a mental reset, a physical reset, that type of thing. And um, and also, like, I'm a bit of a stickler for a, a challenge. If yeah. I see something, I'll go to like the end degree. Yeah. Um, and I'll commit to it and I'll just do it and see yeah. what happens on the way. Um, and then, you know, I thought, oh, well, I'll just put it to Mel. And then I was like, he jumped on board with me, which was freaking sick. And I actually think I would have got through it if it wasn't for you, to be honest, like yeah, doing it with me. A couple of texts where you were like, yeah. I don't know how I'm going here. Yeah, and mate. I was I'm like, stay strong. Freaking <laughs> struggling here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, w- and just wanted to see how I adapted to it. Yeah. Cool. See where it would bring me, bring me out of what, whatever I was going on in my life. And, and, and just create, I think the biggest thing from this is self-awareness. Mm-hmm creating like you know how you interact with yourself like the words you speak to yourself daily um you know how you operate in the world what are your habits like you know and exposing like the things that you go to as a bit of a crutch you know like both food wise or other things you know like it really exposed a lot of things for me um i think most of the stuff that's come out of it is positive Mm -hmm. It really is. It's, just, it's a journey of self-discovery for seven days. Yeah, I think... By not eating food. Absolutely. Like, and you find a lot out about yourself. Anytime you say, I'm not going to do something that you do often, mm. you are going to discover a lot about you. Yeah. You know, like when I was 25, I want to say I was 25. No, I might have been... Yeah, 25 or 26, I can't remember. Um, Keegan Smith... Uh, from the real movement I did one of his um, workshops at um, a gym in Perth and he challenged me not to drink for six weeks and at 26 I hadn't not drink, drank alcohol for a weekend or like a seven day period since I was probably like 17 mm. like so that's nearly 10 years of every week having some level of drinks so I played social sport and things like that yeah the same thing happened yeah. it's like self-discovery right it's doing something that you do all the time yeah and then stopping yeah and it's it's weird because you're not used to doing it pull it out of it yeah it's like doing something new for the first time i guess it's weird and like having this basic need for food <laughs> taken away from you that you have every single day yeah and then yeah going almost like cold turkey with it yeah it's like you adapt like you it's a survival mode it really is and you find out a lot about yourself in challenging situations you really do absolutely um, and that's and the one real positive thing that come out of it was that like do you have sort of i suppose the three main take do you have three takeaways that you could give 
yeah. Yeah. Um, just, I reckon if anybody's going to do a fast of any nature, get prepared. Yeah. Let people know that you're going to do it mm-hmm. in, in advance. Yeah. Um, and just, if you've got a newborn, maybe <laughs> just, you can reconsider it. Yeah. But it depends. Yeah. Everyone's different again. So it depends. Right. Um, but yeah, takeaways, self-awareness, learn a lot about myself, get prepared. That's two. And then three, um, be sure to like, yeah, I found out like how little water I was drinking as well, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I probably need to drink way more water than I am doing. Mm-hmm. I probably have a better third one. We'll have to probably stew on it a little bit longer. I'm sure it'll come to us. But, um, yeah. What about you? Yeah. I mean, the three big ones for me, um, the first one was that along with yours, if you are organized, less surprises, like mm. I had planned my quote unquote like meals which were like liquids for the days and I mm. knew what was happening and knew what time it was going to happen and the organization kept me from like feeling nervous about what I was going to do next and that keeping that structure for me was super important so organization is number one thing that I took away from it if I can become more organized and plan things out better it leaves less questions and allows me to go and do the things that I want to do with better attention. So if I'm, you know, studying or coaching or whatever, I'm not worried about when I'm going to eat because I've planned it and I know what's coming ahead. So the organization for me is definitely the point number one. Uh, number two is probably uh, the, the water thing as well. Like I don't drink enough water and I probably don't eat enough food Mm. (laughs) to be honest like for me i don't drink enough water and i don't eat enough food as someone who is not the most organized person i would happily not happily but often go the whole day without eating food get to the afternoon and think a bit hungry here like why well i haven't eaten anything i've been on the go all morning so that's obviously organization as well but the actual level of water and food to consume i think it's an awareness thing is an awareness thing um and the third one is the i suppose the power that i have of the people that are around me Mm. um spoke about like my emotions and your emotions in regards to it all happening but ultimately you know you live with people it's a life's a team sport if you're like not happy all the time, grumpy or hangry or hungry or irritable or whatever, whatever it might be, yeah. Whilst it's annoying for you and like it's frustrating, it's really hurtful for the people around you. Like to live with someone and them see you in like an uncomfortable position, whether that's you're angry because you've had a bad day or you're angry because you haven't eaten enough food or you're disappointed because you know mm. you had a shit day at work or whatever whilst your feelings have every right to be hurt you yes. i don't think i realized how impactful like carrying around negative shit mm. is on everyone else yeah. not just like your direct partner um like because obviously you live with caitlin and diva but yeah. like everyone else like i think one soup like 
thing I was super proud of of last week as I was very positive throughout the week. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I had that task to do, this mm-hmm. is my thing. Yeah. I was very positive. Um, I wasn't going to let it, quote-unquote, yeah, yeah. bring me down. Yeah. Um, so those were the three, I think, organization when it comes to anything mm. is going to allow you to be more impactful in the areas of your life that you want to create impact no matter what that looks like yeah make sure you're consuming enough food and water or if you're on the other foot to me that make sure you're yeah. not consuming too much food and water and then the third was realizing that like your attitude emotion feelings and the way you carry yourself the way, yeah, the story you tell yeah, yourself. Yeah, the story you tell yourself yeah. directly relates and affects the people you give a shit about. So, With food or no food? With food or with no food, whether it's a food-related thing or not. Like, the way you carry yourself matters. It helps you. That's a good point. Like, at the end, like, you know, it helps you recognize that you are a fundamental part, not just in your own life, but mm. everybody else's too. Yeah. You know, like, you do have a purpose. Yeah. You know, and it... And it it's gone a little bit deep, but like yeah, it I, does go into that. Like, and I had it those chats. Recognize, yeah, yeah. Like, you, hang on a second. Like, look at, I am a useful person in this relationship mm-hmm. or this big relationship I'm having, and um, not just with Caitlin and yeah, you know, the outer world and stuff. And like, you know, I do have a purpose, and it helps you recognize that. Absolutely. And if you're not operating well, then it's like has an effect. Yeah. on the machine yeah so I think even though we're a small part in the bigger picture like yeah. everyone plays a part and it's, you're a cog yeah you're a much needed cog mm. you know you're not just something that just does just shouldn't just go through each day willy nilly yeah. and not realise what's just happening each day like how you feel and how you affect everything is important yeah um, yeah Cool. I think we covered a fair bit there. I think the only thing yeah. to finish on is to say why we didn't do the fast. The reasons that some may be considering doing a fast. Yeah. Um, one of seven days anyway. Like maybe a one to two day fast. To me, one or two days is neither here nor there. And you like everyone should experience a day or two of what that's some like. Some form of fasting. Yeah. yeah. But I think you and I can both agree that only until after the fact um, when we got a lot of questions yeah did we realize what this might have looked like why we were doing this yeah we can categorically say we didn't set out to do this as a weight loss no way. task no you know um, the last thing on my mind was like I'm I'm gonna go on a seven-day fast and lose, to lose weight yeah no that if you're Goal is weight loss, and like, but that's a good goal to have. Fasting for seven days to quickly elicit a four to five kilo weight loss is not a healthy option. No, I can almost promise you if we go and get scanned again next weekend, yeah, we're probably going to be heavier yeah. than when we first started, yeah, because the body is going to go. Or if you fast again, I need more stores of food mm. to make sure you're good to survive. Because right. what if we fast for two weeks instead of one week? Mm. The body wants to survive. Mm. So it's going to learn and it's going to put more and more body fat and all sorts of stuff on you. Um, so whilst it does make you lose weight, 
it's definitely not uh, it can't be the number one reason why you do the fast no nah, because to be honest when you hit those low points you're going to quit yeah <laughs> if you're just here to lose weight like I consider it can't be there's yeah. more to it than that um, like emotionally mentally something to get out of it um, it's a good tool for weight loss when used periodically maybe mm. for smaller periods of time yeah um, but I just wanted to say that you know Fasting for seven days isn't something to be taken lightly. No, it's not. And, you know, to just try to think, oh, yeah, five kilo weight loss, that's great. I'd like to do that. I might just not eat for a week. Yeah. I guarantee you it's not as easy as just waking up one day and deciding not to eat. Yeah. Because there was a a couple of people that joined us and they were going to do it for five days and their goal was a bit more of a reset. And to be fair to them, they hadn't had the few days to prep for it. They decided on Sunday and said, I'll do it. And by Wednesday, they were like, I'm done. I can't do this. But they didn't have their like liquids planned out. They didn't know what they were sort of going to drink at what times and all that sort of stuff. So they were starting off on the back foot. Um, So word of warning, don't just walk in and go, I'm doing it. Oh, I feel a bit shit. Maybe you went out for a big dinner last night and Mm. decided, oh, feeling a bit average, might just fast for a, a week. Well, I can almost promise you it's not going to end well. No, yeah, exactly. It requires some planning and some thought into it. But I, yeah. I had a few of my friends from the UK like reach out to me who work in the sports science field. Mm. And they, you know, and I was reaching out to them, you know, going, I'm freaking struggling here and that type of thing. And yeah. they were saying, like, you know, just imagine, like, you know, how your body's repairing itself on a micro level, you know, like yeah. your cells are repairing, like your, your digestive systems, you know, healing. Um, you know you're clearing out all the the toxins and like antibodies in your body like there's lots of things happening to your body like more than just weight loss yeah like you know like and plus you know like we spoke about before like you know use it as a tool to as self discovery like yeah. self awareness like mentally emotionally it might help you make some of the biggest decisions of your life huge you yeah know, you might come out of it and go actually like i've got now got some clarity about something and you make the decision on it and you know like don't go into it lightheartedly like there's lots of different things that can come out of it mm. it can't be the number one thing will be weight loss your body will do that anyway yeah you don't know, it will week, yeah. yeah it, it will. will but you have to be prepared for other stuff to happen yeah yeah um yeah so maybe one tip for someone that's or one thing that you might change or one tip to give to someone that's thinking about doing a bit of an extended fast the thing that keeps screaming to me is like, ask you like, is get organized, mm. but like, ask yourself why you want to do it. Mm. Be like, why you want to do it? Because mm. if it is just weight loss, like we spoke before, that can and cannot be the reason. Really, mm. can't purely be the reason for mm. it. Have a deeper look inside yourself. Start writing about it. Start journaling about like why you would want to undergo a seven day fast. Yeah. Initially, like for me, it was like the challenge of it see yeah. if I could do it and not once did weight loss come across my mind because I didn't really have much to lose yeah and let's be honest <laughs> really? if, yeah. for those members of Athlete X um, there's a there's a good photo of Sam on the last day or second last day and he is diced <laughs> he is, that was day five <laughs> he is shredded so yeah but like shredded and also emotionally vulnerable and going through some tough times with his wife so it's like 
you got to take the good with the bad when yeah. it comes to that sort of stuff. And wow. like, like Sam didn't have a whole lot of weight to lose, if I'm being a hundred yeah. percent honest, at ten percent, and like one of the bigger athletes out there. Yeah, probably didn't. Wouldn't advise losing five kilos in a week. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how well I feel like when I go back to training. You know. Yeah, true. Two hours. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my tip is to start small. Start small. You know, just don't. Ha- if you're used to having five meals a day, have three, and then go back to five. If you're used to only having three meals a day, try two, um, and then progress from there. Like anything in life, it's about trying to learn and develop and go to the next level next level so start small decide why you want to do it and then uh suppose yeah go from there but if you do have any questions yeah feel free to uh email message get in touch yeah get in touch thanks for chat man cool guys thanks for tuning in any questions you got um send them over to us drop us a message facebook instagram we're there um And we look forward to tuning in with you guys next time for episode eight. Cheers, team. Bye.